0: This is the Horse Radio Network. Well, hi, everybody. This is episode 534 of the Stable Scoop Show. Tonight, we have a bit of a variety show for you. Our sponsor this episode is Kevin Equine. I'm Glenda Geek, founder of the Horse Radio Network and host of Horses in the Morning, the longest-running daily horse podcast in the world. We're doing something a little different tonight. Uh, I've put together a bit of a variety show for you instead of a roundtable. Up first, we have musician Templeton Thompson, and she's going to debut her new music video called Get Back Up tonight. So you guys are in for a treat. It's a It's a debut here on the Horse Radio Network. Then we're going to have Auditor Emily Bentz. She's joining us from Bay Babes, and she's going to talk about the perils of starting a business during a pandemic and supply chain nightmare. So uh, she was very brave to do that, although I think she might have started this process before the pandemic. And finally, Auditor Natalie is going to be joining us, or Author Natalie is going to be joining us, and she's going to stop by to share the excitement of her new podcast on the Horse Radio Network called Adulting with Horses. So we do a variety show for you, a little bit of everything, and we're going to bring on our first guest. We're very excited to have her. She's probably been one of the most or one of the guests that's been on horses in the morning the most often over the last 12 years 3000 episodes of doing that show and that's Templeton Thompson hi templeton
1: hello you probably have
0: actually you know you started out in stable scoop about 14 years ago and I'm then... Old.
2: then I'm go- I'm old
0: <laughs> yeah we're both old <laughs> and and now You've just been coming on a lot ever since, and we've been. It's been such a joy to have you, and of course, we play your music at times too. So that's fun too. You don't
2: get tired of me. I love you, you guys.
0: (laughs) And you don't get tired apparently because you just keep producing music.
2: Oh, I get tired. Don't let me fool you. (laughs) Don't let me fool you, Glenn. You know me, but we keep on going, and that's what the song's about. Get back up, man. Keep on going. Grateful. And I love you guys. Thanks for doing this. Seriously, you're very cool, you guys. And I know everybody out there in cyber world knows how wonderful Glenn and Jen Hebert are, and they've been so good to us over the years. And my, my amazing husband and partner in musical crime, not really crime is sitting over here and he's echoing the same thing. We love you. We love you, Glenn. I, we love you, I tried Jenny. to
0: get him to host this show, but he wouldn't do it. So.
2: He wouldn't do it. He's over <laughs> sitting off camera in his shorts. I actually have real pants on. I put real <laughs> pants on. I totally wow. did. I, actually, I feel
0: special.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: I did. I did. I'm so
0: Templeton, let's talk about this song. We've, you know, since we've known you you've probably introduced 50 songs i mean it's been a lot of songs over the years but this one was during the pandemic if i remember right
2: yeah right? this one um well you know we had been working on an album for a very long time you were one of the first Crowdfunders, he's glenn has always been super cool we've done two crowdfunding projects so far first one we did the covers the 70s covers icy blue heart album and then um and then this one and it only took us seven years to finish it so um i am so grateful and we're so blessed because it turns out and i've, I've told you all about them glenn and you've actually had one of the beautiful members of our Australian family on a live stream with us, the amazing Max Jackson and um, our beautiful sister, Max Jackson and our beautiful brother, Rod McCormack. He is uh, co-produced this album. So I'm so excited. He, he, is an angel in our lives, my man, Sam. So he and my man, Sam Gay, worked so hard. We had that album in progress for several years, like I was saying. And then we were blessed to get to to finish it with the amazing Rod McCormack. And you guys look him up. He's incredible. Look up his beautiful wife, Gina Jeffries, our sister, Gina Jeffries, Max Jackson. We have a gorgeous, amazing Australian family. And we're actually going to go for Australian radio with the single.
0: Oh, wow. Well. Well, I'm really excited. So... I'm one of the very few people, I think, that's seen this video already, right?
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's 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 on the down low. It's been on the down low. So these are little sneak peeks, and we're going to get it officially released. We're working that out right now. It may or may not be Friday, but it'll be very soon. So so it'll be across all the all the platforms. Um, well,
0: let's right just pl- right let's play it, and we'll talk more about the song after, okay?
2: Oh, I love let's,
3: you. Thank you, Glenn.
0: Let's do this. Let's bring it up. Add it here, and let me hit play, and we'll get it started.
3: Never saw it coming, happened all at once, and now, now, this is now. I can let it break me, I can let it take me down, down, all the way down. But that's not how I'm made. Every day's a night, a chance to take a leap of faith Find a way onward And I can feel you with me every single step I take You make me stronger
0: I don't think there's anybody that cannot relate to that after the last couple of years.
2: Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's a, it's my fight song, man. <laughs> it's my fight song.
0: <laughs> it really is. Every you know, I've had a cu- tough couple of years too, and I just you sang that. That was about me, you know. Every, I think everybody can l- listen to that and think that's about me, thank you me. know. Uh, and that's what you want a song to do, right?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm I'm grateful when when folks say that and 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 then feel bad if they've gone through it, too, you know, but at least maybe it can it can somehow help, you know, um, and I'm just uh, I'm just grateful. It feels really good to have gotten back up because it it's it was pretty, bar- pretty dark there for a while. And I'm grateful. And as we all know, all of uh, horse mamas and papas, we they heal us. And so my babies loved me through it, you know, all of Now, who
0: was in the video, horse-wise? I know it's you, but who was the horse? <laughs> our big
2: beautifuls. They're both in there. Yeah? Our, both in there. Our big, beautiful children. Our Janie Janie, who's a briar model, as y'all know. And our bosky, bosky, bosky. So they're both in there and just rocking it. And I'm so I'm so proud of them. I'm just so proud. and Glenn Was and that again. at your
0: place, that yeah. video? Yeah,
2: yeah, we did all of that at our place. And then... The way um because y'all have never been here. I keep forgetting no. y'all never yeah. come to visit. We have to make that happen. But we are so blessed. We have three acres, our little piece of heaven, you know, and um our wonderful neighbors who I made friends with immediately when we moved in they're awesome and we love them so much and they they let us use their 40 acre pasture as if it's ours and so we've we've filmed so much out there so the tall hay pasture that's that's their beautiful pasture and we got out there and i hadn't put a saddle on our babies backs in over 3 years so it
0: really was getting back up.
2: <laughs> it literally was. I mean I did we're going we're doing a whole behind the scenes video too in the making of which is by the way a little tricky when it's just two people trying to film and go, Oh yeah, let's try to catch this and catch this. I was driving Sam nuts, going, Well let me get this. He's like, Honey, we've got a shot to do. T-
0: we have to actually shoot the video now
2: (laughs) Yeah, I gotta get get a GoPro man I'm getting a GoPro next and a drone (laughs) we're gonna get a drone um I'm just dreaming big dreaming big but yeah um so yeah it had been a while and as we all know it's like our babies are so amazing right I mean it's like we hadn't missed a day tacking up they're like oh yeah cool mom it's totally cool but we have some hilarious footage of I swear their eyes were just like rolling going really that's that's the best you can do with putting the saddle on my back. Seriously, I'm older now. Our saddle's really heavy.
0: You have, yeah, cool. yeah, those saddles it's are heavy.
3: So freaking heavy, and
0: they that get heavier crazy. as the years go on.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, so re-
0: Templeton, we don't have a lot of time tonight, I know, so I want to find out when are people going to be able to buy the song? When are they going to be able to see the video again? What's what's happening?
2: You're so sweet. Well, right now you can stream "Get Back Up" the song, the single on. All the platforms. It's everywhere. Um, and the video will be released either the either Friday on the day that we're getting together again. And what, two days on horses in the morning that same day or it could be next week. But I will keep everyone posted. But right now, just check out templetonthompson.com And that will tell you everything you need to know. And and I will just ask a huge favor when it is live. On all the different networks when the video is live and it's on YouTube and Facebook and all those kind kind of things, when it is, I'm just gonna ask y'all all please to just watch it and and you know and share it when it is out there officially released because um that's how that's how it is that we do what we do do right you know right. We gotta, with our content and um Glenn's well you the know we'll be it. sharing wow. it
0: everywhere here so uh, we'll be, we'll be putting it out there as best we can I loved it it was great. It was terrific.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much. And again, I love you guys and give Jen the biggest hug. I just appreciate y'all so much. I had so much fun with her at Monty Roberts, the movement. Oh my God, we had such a blast together and I love her so much. And Helena and Buck, we had so much fun. And I just want to give a big, massive shout out here. And folks, notice that um, at the end of the video, too. Our amazing, incredible. Dear family at Hands On Gloves, they sponsored the video. They're they're literally helping us get back up and their products are amazing. If you don't have Hands On Gloves for your babies, you got to get you some. So, Jay, we love y'all so much and we're just so grateful. So, yeah, we'll we'll keep everybody posted and thank you. I love thank, you.
0: Thank you Templeton, thank you Sam. We'll see you guys.
2: Mwah.
1: People are really stressed out right now. This might not come as a surprise. But your horse gets stressed out, too. Every horse experiences stress caused by things like exercise, environmental conditions like the weather or their everyday surroundings. Travel causes horses stress, just like in humans, and even simple diet changes. All of these variables contribute to the stress levels of your horse. This might also come as a surprise, but you can help reduce the negative impacts of stress by feeding your horse chromium every day. By lowering the levels of stress hormone cortisol and optimizing energy use, feeding chromium results in improved body upkeep, health, performance, and overall well-being. But this part is important. Don't just feed any chromium. Feed your horse the only FDA-reviewed source of chromium on the market today, Chemtrace Chromium from Chemin. Ask for it by name and stress less. Learn more about ChemTraceChromium at Kemin.com slash ChromiumEQ.
0: And we want to thank Kemen Equine for continuing to be a sponsor here on Stable Scoop and on the Horse Radio Network. Now, one of our family, she's an auditor, been an auditor for a long time. We've actually had her on this show before, but we're going to, we're going to chat with her in a little different vein tonight. We have Emily on with us, and she's an auditor of ours. Hi, Emily. <laughs> you changed location
4: I did um, sorry there's like an old fireplace behind me we moved. No, it looks
0: it's much warmer now <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looking, I'm kinda, yeah. I have
4: a little bit more light. It's kind of a darker <laughs> a darker house so uh, and the lights are really old they're from the 70s uh, so the fixtures just don't put out a lot of uh, well you look great yeah oh, you look
0: you. Great. <laughs> So Emily's an auditor of ours and been a listener for a very long time. Um, so wh- where do you live again?
4: I live in Northern California in Orland. It's um, about an hour and a half north of Sacramento.
0: And you decided to start a company. You'll you see it right there by your name, May Babes Equestrian. At,
4: <laughs> right before COVID? I did. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, I started the patent process in 2018 and that's still going, but it's, but I didn't actually start manufacturing until it was, it's been about three years, so. Right before. Uh, Actually, we found out about COVID a little bit early from a manufacturer in Singapore. He told me that there was some virus going around and he wasn't sure if it would impact things. But through the pipeline, he had heard that it was in China already. And uh, to kind of keep that in the back of my mind, (laughs) that was (laughs) uh, late in 2019. And so then, of course, everybody knows what happened after that. But it was interesting to kind of hear about it from over there first.
0: And that's how I heard about it It was my nephew who uh, sells thousands of products from China. And Mm -hmm. he told me about it first as well. And it was long before it ever been announced. Yeah. So tell us one, what is the company and what do you do? And then I want to talk to you about some of the challenges of starting a business in that (laughs) environment. So,
4: (laughs) so may babes is a company that makes leggings, but they have uh, a pretty innovative twist. The inside of them has uh, basically built in underwear. So, we have two versions. One is more consistent with full coverage underwear on the inside. And then the other version is, uh, more like a women's a thong that you would wear. Um, and it's fully integrated into the, into the leggings. So it really just makes life pretty easy. You don't have to worry about seams or bunching or chafing and, um, the, can you, do you
0: have a pair there that you can show? I do.
4: Yeah. I have actually both types. So these are what I sell currently. Um, these are, I mean, as in they're on the website. So these have a thong that's just built into the actual leggings or the breeches. Um, because I have both. And do they
0: have pockets?
4: They do. They have pockets on both sides. Um, okay. For cell phones and I foot like spray bottles in there and things like that. um, And then this is a version that has these are actually a prototype from Singapore of the newest version that will be released soon. And they have what's considered the fuller underwear um, or full coverage underwear version inside them. So they only have silicone. I don't know how well you can see. Yeah,
0: we can sort of see it shiny. Yeah,
4: Yeah, the silicone actually is different than any silicone on uh, breeches right now because it only runs um, from the seat down to the inside of the leg. Um, not around your around your bottom or anything like that. It's just really in the little places that you need it. Not not so you're covered in silicone and stick to everything that you touch. After that, that so is a problem. You, like, <laughs> it is. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah you uh, you can't I like my, my car getting in and out of my car. Yeah. even though it's just fabric seat, <laughs> I just kind of have to shimmy out and and make do with it. But uh, so yeah, so they're both. Uh, they're pretty different um, versions, but I think that, that everybody so far has really liked the version that we've been selling. But I think the new version will, will be really cool, too. It'll be something really different.
0: Well, I have seen some rave reviews of some of the other listeners and auditors who have bought them. And I know some are waiting to get theirs right now. They just posted yesterday. I know. <laughs> yeah, they're so excited.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect segue into our next conversation, too.
0: <laughs> so, like, uh, oh, man. You had a lot of challenges. Obviously, you had to design them. All of this process takes time when you're Mm -hmm. developing a new product. It's tough. And, you know, especially clothing, because you have to figure out where to get it made. And that's Mm -hmm. not easy anymore. And then there's, then you ran into supply chain issues like everybody else did and all of that. So, how did you overcome it all? Uh, A Um, psychiatrist?
4: I'm wearing a shirt that says grit. Do you see that?
0: Yeah, I see that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Horse girls have grit. Um, no, I. you know, it's really been interesting. I, I just have tried to come at it from the mindset that uh, challenges are learning experiences and that uh, certain things you can't avoid and and you just take from it what you can that's positive and move on. I mean, I, I definitely have had my moments where I've stewed over why things aren't why, where they're supposed to be, uh, definitely shipping issues have been, uh, difficult. And, uh, it's just been one of those things where you just have to take it all in stride and, and kind of accept that that's part of your fate. And, um, I've tried to keep a pretty consistent, uh, conversation going with my customers. Uh, a lot of auditors, purchased, uh, from me during a presale and we had had everything lined up for manufacturing prior to, so the presale was not. So this is the whole story. So I did a presale of the breaches that were, that I was launching and those I already had. Um, and so they, the day that we, um, launched, I think I, I shipped them out like the next Monday. Well, we sold out of those which is a total blessing. And I'm not in, so that was wonderful. So the other version was already in the works and, and set to go. And so I just uh, basically press play on those and, um, and then rolled those into the pre, the pre launch sale. Well, that and the manufacturing in Singapore both hit the skids. I mean, it was just like at the same time, it was horrible. I had planned on, I think we did our pre-sale or our pre-launch was in April, the very end of April, like the 25th. And I had anticipated that I would get both inventories uh, a few weeks later. And I actually just uh, received the inventory for one um, on Sunday afternoon, which was my birthday. And Happy birthday, Monday. by the way. Thank you. And, uh, you know, everything happens in clusters in life. It's really interesting how it seems to work that way, but it, I might've shed some happy tears when I finally got the inventory and to give a hundred percent credit to my customers. I, everybody has been super understanding. Um, I mean, I really hope that they're worth worth the wait. <laughs> That's my <laughs> worry now, you know, it's like turned from one worry to the other, but, um, yeah, it's just been very difficult trying to, to figure out how to navigate something that ha- is essentially unknown to me. Um, well, plus but,
0: you're putting yeah. out a lot of money. Let's be honest. You're, you're putting out a lot of money to make all of this happen. And then when you're delayed in getting money in, uh, that mm-hmm. hurts too. I mean, that all hurts. It's just, it's hard. Mm-hmm. And you know, all of us that have started businesses know what you're going through because we've all gone through it in our own ways. I mean, Horse yeah. Radio Network, we didn't make money for years. You know, it was, uh, you know, we had those years that we were fighting fighting the battle, right? Yeah,
4: um, yeah. And you always are
0: fighting the battle. There's always battles. There's always mm-hmm. little skirmishes along the way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to have those forever, but, you know, as long as, as long as you're still climbing the hill. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think you've got a good product and already have, I mean, partly thanks to the auditors, too. We'll give them some credit, you know, yes. willing to take a chance, right? And mm-hmm. say, hey, look, a fellow auditor is doing this. I'm going to support her.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I think that, <clears throat> um, I had help. I mean, I, I hired, um, a business coach in January. Um, her name, uh, well, she goes by Avenue equestrian. She helps equestrian businesses. She helped me a lot. I mean, I feel bad. She was more of a therapist, uh, during this whole thing for me than anything else. I mean, really, but because she's very strategic and logical and nerdy and, and does a lot with numbers and, and really I needed somebody other than my husband and my friends to, you know lament all my struggles with and so she helped me out a ton. Um but the the customers and the auditors have been have been huge supporters. And through the whole process when you're building your business and trying to figure out your avatar and who your customer is, uh it's just been so cool to see people that are both patient and understanding and compassionate. Um again, many of them are the auditors. Uh, and then also people that I had a, an email response um, recently that said, you know, I just like supporting people that are, you know changing or challenging the norm and doing something different and innovation. And that was just a, a huge compliment to me. And I think it's a testament to the HRN group and just the equestrian um, industry, I guess, the people that I've met, within it have been so understanding and also their buy-in on something that is new has been substantial which is really cool because there's a lot of tradition around equestrian sport and in general i think that that with that tradition people think that that group is their tradition follows them into every aspect of their life you know and i think that that i've been really shown just how um How much they look forward to new and and exciting things, even though they enjoy participating in a sport that has a really storied past, you know.
0: Well, I am proud of you for sticking it out. If you're going to give (laughs) one piece of advice to somebody that's looking to start any business in the horse world, whether it's a boarding stable or whatever, what would that piece of advice be?
4: find your tribe. Um, I, I'm sure that you remember I when I first had the idea, I, I brought it to the auditors and said, you know, I know it's kind of taking the time out of your day, but what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? And, and they have been so overwhelmingly gracious with their time and energy and giving me feedback that it's really made me see the, the value in a community and I think that if you have a, a business idea, you need to find your community and, and they'll tell you the truth. They'll be honest with you. And they'll tell you if, if they were willing to spend their time, energy, or money on it. And you just can't get that type of feedback just anywhere. You just have to be able to find a community you trust and whose opinions you really value. So And that,
0: that's not easy. I mean, it's a, I no, give that advice no. to people starting a podcast. They said, you got to find out who you're, you you use the word avatar, which, mm-hmm. you know, is, is a common word in, in marketing. You have to find out who your listener is in our case, right? You have to know mm-hmm. who that person is. And uh, and that's how you design your content or your product, right? Whatever mm-hmm. that is, is designed for that person, because that's who's buying your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. In our case, that's who's listening to it, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. I would be the same piece of advice I would give, and then don't quit. Uh, You know, (laughs) one of the things I (laughs) one of the things I say, and uh, Natalie, our next guest, is going to appreciate this too. One of the things I say in all my podcasting talks at podcasting conferences is, don't quit on a bad day. And I got that from thru-hikers. The thru-hikers that hike the Appalachian Trail Um, and the Pacific Crest Trail, their term is don't quit on a bad day. So when it's raining and pouring and you're miserable and everything's wet and you just can't think you you can do another day of this after four months of it, that's not the day to quit. Get to the next sunny day and then decide if you're going to keep going or quit. So it's the same thing in business. Don't quit on a bad day. Wake That's up the next morning and go, okay, can I do this? You know, I've got that out. of I slept that off. <laughs> uh, that hangover's over now. Um, yeah. And how can I, can I proceed with this? And make that decision on a good day.
4: Have you so. ever thought about being a life coach, Glenn?
0: No, no, I'm just too tired coach. for that, too old for that stuff.
4: <laughs> I need to jump in on a like a routine session with you when I've had a bad day, and I'm like, oh, I just want
0: to... Oh, I've wanted to quit on bad days before, believe me. You know, there's been times I've wanted to quit, but I've always slept on it, and then we wake up the next day. And yeah. It always looks a little brighter the next day. That is sage uh, that advice. That doesn't mean you don't quit on a good day, but it, you know but sometimes it makes sense to quit, right? It mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. Um but you just, my piece of advice tonight is don't quit on a bad day. Cool. So. I will Well, Emily, that. where can they buy your free? Well, first of all, do they have them in stock yet? Can they buy them? Oh, yes, they can it? buy them. Okay, good.
4: <laughs> Yay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the, you, they can buy them and you'll actually ship them.
4: And I will ship them. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> so where can they do that?
4: Um, my website is maybabesthebrand.com. And then um, on Instagram, it's uh, equestrian. And that's where so, I do a lot of, you know, fun kind of stuff. Um, and then actually, if you join my newsletter list, I do a lot of... I did a scavenger hunt on my website for, for my birthday, which is... I got... It was really, really fun. Oh, cool. Uh, so if you're on my newsletter list, I give kind of discounts and and do kind of fun stuff. So that's... I think it's worth your while if you do that.
0: And the website again?
4: Maybabesthebrand.com.
0: Maybabesthebrand.com. Thanks, Sam. Appreciate thank you thank stopping you. by. you for having me. All right, take care. Okay, bye. Our final guest tonight is somebody that I've known for a very long time, and I'm very proud to say that she's a brand new host of the newest show on the Horse Radio Network. And let's just say it's the first show on the Horse Radio Network that I think has an adult rating. So, hi, Natalie.
5: (laughs) Hello. I'm so glad you let off with our E for explicit. I'm really proud of it. (laughs) Yes, I know.
0: (laughs) You are. We talked about this, and I said, I don't think any of our shows have an explicit rating. Did you rate it explicit when you put it up? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
5: yeah, I think Heather's you had in. to. <laughs> <laughs> well, because every now and then, you know, we say the F word. And then the one episode, we definitely talk about male anatomy, like a lot, a lot. Mm. But it's horse male anatomy. And I think all horse uh, girls have to have these conversations. Uh, we talk about that
0: on the morning show. Well, so, it's, you know, uh, it's, it's yeah.
5: health and veterinary wellness. It's important.
0: I don't, I don't know how many times we, we've talked about sheath cleaning on the show, to much to my dismay. So yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. It should really, it should be a, a a monthly segment so that we all get really really up to date with the latest sheath cleaning information
0: that's correct because those beans they change every month it's just so different
5: so it's natalie more, yeah.
0: <laughs> adulting with horses is what it's called you've had three episodes out
5: no, yeah we're putting out the fourth episode on friday and it's so our first. what is it episode.
0: what do you guys chat about why should people listen
5: Well, adulting with horses is for weird horse girls, no matter how else you might identify. If you're a weird horse girl at heart, you're going to enjoy this podcast. We do not take ourselves seriously. That goes for In the Saddle. That's an understatement, by the way. You know, Heather and I are both, um, we're both authors. We both have histories as equestrian professionals. She's an equine professional now. I have been. Um, We both keep our own horses. We both have families. We both have husbands who aren't horse people. We both have outside lives in addition to what we do at the barn. And so, adulting with horses really sums up what So many of us do. Oh,
0: it's 80% of our audience.
5: Right? Yeah. And so we wanted to do something that wasn't professionally oriented, um, but was still informed. We wanted to do something that wasn't an interview format, but was still organized. And so what we have uh, is we have segments. We watch our clock, so we don't just talk for three hours. Um, But it's completely unscripted, and we let the conversation go wherever it wants to go.
0: Give us an example of some of the topics that have been talked about in those first episodes.
5: So, so far, we have discussed uh, Bridgerton and the horses used in Bridgerton, (laughs) of course. Um, We talk a lot about keeping horses at home versus at boarding stables, because I just brought my horse home to my farm for the first time in Oh, at least ten years, possibly longer. And we
0: just did the opposite. We went from having at our own farm to a boarding stable. So we we just did the opposite.
5: And that's a big thing with our conversations too. Is Heather and I are really opposite in a lot? You're
0: very different.
5: Mm -hmm. But we get along just perfectly. We're just the perfect odd couple. So.
0: And that's what it takes for being good co-hosts, right? And we, te- you know, when I talk about that at conferences, I say you need somebody that's different. I mean, Jamie and I are different, right? We're very different, but yet we we love each other and get along so well. And you need that if you're going to spend that much time with a person. And it comes across in the show too.
5: Well, and that's how you have conversation, right? Because like my husband and I are really alike, and we've been together over twenty years, and. Honestly, we don't have a ton of conversations cuz we mostly think the same things. So we just kind of look at each other and nod. And that's yeah. great for us. That works for us. But it would be a really boring it Makes podcast. a terrible podcast. A terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: true. That's true. So what's been your favorite segment you've talked about so far?
5: Oh, um when we talked about weird encounters at horse shows and things like <laughs> things you don't expect at horse shows that got really weird really fast which i enjoyed a lot um and we have one coming this week about uh, trail riding and we have our first guest host who is Kathy Woods of Kathy Woods Yoga and she rides in the back country of um the great smoky mountains And um, whereas i almost never trail ride and find it terrifying. So she tries to convince me through very frightening stories that trail riding <laughs> is a good idea. <laughs> so last that time, was pretty fun.
0: <laughs> last time I read in the Smoky Mountains, we were, we were there and it was just Jennifer and I and the guide. And uh, I don't ride that much. So they they have to convince me to do this usually. So I get on this horse. It was a great horse. I don't even remember what the horse's name was, but we get going and we're, just hitting the trail, and a turkey came down from the tree right above us and hit my horse's head. Oh my God. And the fact that I didn't die at that moment was crazy. But that and and I don't trail ride that much. I'm not mm-hmm. that good a rider. Now Jennifer says I kind of have a natural seat, which just makes her mad. But um, so but I stayed on. The horse was fine, and that's how we started that trail ride. Smoky Mountains was a turkey hitting my horse's head.
5: I guess it's so. all in the horse, and I do not have that horse. No,
0: me. I think my pony would have been out of there, and me <laughs> and the cart would have been gone. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's a good horse. I'm, I'm excited about this show. I think we needed the show on network and uh we've actually been talking about it for quite a while mm-hmm. um and i i just think we needed it. i think we needed kind of the opposite of horses in the morning you know you guys kind of do do the evening thing yeah, the you know shock so, shocks. Yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly i you think know, it's great I-
5: And like I I listened to like hot talk radio stations, you know, way back before podcasts were a thing. Mm. And there's definitely right, there's the morning variety show, there's the midday show, but that's 7 p.m. show boy. Yep. That's where it gets wild. You're the
0: 7 p.m. show. (laughs)
5: I'm so excited to be at the 7 p.m. show.
0: (laughs) We don't recommend you listening with your kids on this one. Mm -mm. No, (laughs) no. We
5: We don't go out of our way. We're just allowing ourselves to flow naturally.
0: You, you don't know? go out of your way. Mm-hmm. And and I don't like shows like that because right. you can tell they're forced, right? Mm-hmm. And you guys aren't. You're just, by the way, when you listen to the show and you ask yourself, is this the way they really are? The answer is yes, <laughs> uh, because I, I've i been to dinner with them. I've had drinks with them. Yes, is the answer to that question.
5: So. If we are absolutely, we get together mostly at um, like Equine Affair or the World Horse Expo because we do book signings together and that's how we met. And we just we just drive, um, our bookstore owner, uh, her name is Jean, we just drive her crazy. We just (laughs) let up on her. (laughs) Well, speaking of which, don't (laughs) you have a new one coming out soon? Yes, I do. I actually enabled um, my direct sales of it today. Uh, The book is called Foley Season, and it's a follow up to my eventing series, which is my biggest, most popular series. And so it is live on all channels like Apple, Amazon, Kobo, etc. on um, on July twenty sixth, but it is live on my website right now.
0: So they can buy it there.
5: Yep, you can buy it directly from me. You will save a dollar and get it two weeks early.
0: And what it's called? What's it called again?
5: It's called Foline Season. It's set here in between Ocala and um, the Lachoa County area, which is where I live. And it's set in um, March and April in Florida, which is about when i was writing it honestly so
0: pretty pretty true to life where do your ideas come from for the book they just come in your head or do you, yeah,
5: yeah it, it's it's one of those things where cuz you've
0: written a lot of books
5: <laughs> i write a lot, yeah that's one of those things where the more you do the more you do it just that's how your brain starts operating so i used to have to sort of agonize over book ideas and now i just write them down and when i need something i have a list Um, Sometimes I have a dream. Sometimes I come up with it while I'm driving. Sometimes I come up with it while I'm riding. I put it into a note on my app, on my iPhone. And then I say, I need to do something with these characters because the readers really want these characters. And I see what sort of storylines I've written down that I can apply. So it's gotten almost methodical which for as many books as I'm putting out now, it needs to be a little more methodical, a little less messy than the way I used to do it, which was just right, whatever <laughs> came into my head.
0: It's <laughs> true of everything we do in life, isn't it? <laughs> Eventually yeah, you have to get organized. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, I had to do that here. Doing the shows in the early days, 14 years ago was easy, right? It was just a couple of shows. And it was all of a sudden when you have 20, you have to be organized.
5: I'm literally at a point where I'm trying really hard to just like, hire my husband part-time because there's so much work that goes into the author business once you have, you know, I've got like 20-odd titles, marketing and production and editing and all that.
0: Social media. Social
5: media, yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. And now a podcast.
5: And now a podcast. You know, I just, I love podcasts. Uh, one of the things I've had this long list of things I wanted to do with my life and one of the one of the jobs I never got to do was I wanted to be an NPR reporter so I always kind of wanted to be on the radio so (laughs) this
0: is a long way from Uh, NPR
5: (laughs) I don't I don't listen to NPR anymore because it's such a bummer so this is better
0: (laughs) exactly I think all of us quit when it got to be a bummer (laughs) (laughs) well I'm excited to have you guys you can find it on all the podcast players it's called Adulting with Horses uh, and you can find it on the Horse Radio Radio Network app and on our website, you can find it all the places. Just search up Adulting with Horses and it'll come up. Uh, and, you know, most, most likely you're listening on a podcast to this right or a podcast player to this right now. Just search on there. It'll be there. So uh, it should be everywhere that uh, your podcasts are found. Thanks, Natalie. I appreciate it.
5: My pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: All right, everybody, thank you for joining me for this episode of Stable Scoop. We'll be back again in a couple of weeks. If you missed any part of this live show tonight, you can go take a watch of it at, any of the, at horsesinthemorning.com or horseradionetwork.com. Uh, you can also see it on our Facebook pages, YouTube channel, all of that. Or you can listen to the audio version on Stable Scoop's podcast feed. Again, you can find it at any podcast player. Just search for Stable Scoop. All right, everybody, take care. Have a good night.